0: Welcome to Encountering Empowerment. I'm your host, Victoria Jocko, here to help you feel certain about your worth. When you know you're enough, your power is uncontainable, and I'm here to help you unleash it. All of you is acceptable here. You're good, you're bad, and everything in between. It's time for you to see it too. Hello, my lovelies. I... I am visiting Minneapolis for the next couple of weeks, so I'm recording from my phone. Um, I think the quality will still be fine. But, anywho, um, today I want to talk to you about how to change your beliefs. So, I explained this on the first episode, um, my empowerment process, but I want to go a little bit more in depth with you today. So let's talk about it because this is something i have been doing for years i have changed my entire belief system the way i view myself the way i view relationships um that's not to say like i'm done you know there's always always going to be something that you're working on in life um but i have changed quite a bit you know i don't hate myself anymore that's uh that's for starters <laughs> Um, I have pretty healthy relationships, I feel, like, content most days, most of the time, so, and even when I'm sad, like, I still feel, um, happy in a way, and I attribute that to changing my belief system, because, It's like I no longer take it out on myself. I don't hate myself anymore, which allows me to experience negative emotion in a more detached way. Like, it still hurts. It still sucks. um, But I'm not taking it out on me. It's not my fault. And um, that's huge. So how do you change a belief? First and foremost, if you were to do nothing else but this step it would change your life. And that is feeling your feelings. And more than that, changing the narrative around feeling your feelings. So a lot of us, when we feel something negative, we tell ourselves we shouldn't feel it. It's wrong to feel this. I don't want to feel this. um, And we try to resist it and avoid it. And that's a surefire way to make it worse. Um. So you want to do the opposite. You want to start telling yourself like, it's okay that I feel this feeling. It's understandable that I feel this feeling no matter how big or small it is. There's a reason that you're feeling how you do. And that's valid period. End of discussion. Okay. That like when I started practicing that and really believing it, um, which I did, like I, Once I heard someone say, like, there's a reason for you to feel how you're feeling. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't have to rationalize it. Something happened. You're feeling how you're feeling. It's a reaction to the thing that happened. That makes sense. It was, like, mind-blowing. And I was like, oh, okay, you're right. And that doesn't mean that you have to, like, act on the feeling or react or anything. It's just, like, knowing that the feeling is happening in response to something that happened in your life that it's there for a reason and that it doesn't mean anything bad about you. I was like, wow, where was this when I was 12? <laughs> I got it when I was 20. <laughs> um, So you want to start talking to yourself in that way with compassion and understanding and care. And just acknowledging like, You're feeling this way for a reason and it's okay. And then welcoming the feeling into your body. So this is another problem that we run into and listen, it still happens for me too. Nobody likes to feel bad, but when we resist feeling the feeling in our body and we try to get away from, you know, whatever sensations it's bringing up, it just makes it worse. It just does. There's no amount of running or numbing that you can do to make it better. It might relieve you for a few moments, an hour, whatever, but at the end of it, it's still going to be there because you need to process it. And the way to do that is to allow yourself to experience the sensations and become tolerant of them. I think we get it into our heads that we're going to enjoy it, and that's just simply not true. You're never going to enjoy feeling heartbroken. Or grief it sucks it just sucks and it's a part of life and the more that you can tolerate the sensations and tell yourself that you know start believing that like it's not bad like it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you or that you know you it, or that there's not something wrong with you and that you're not starting to take it out on yourself that's when things shift because you become able like this is like emotional intelligence you're able to just sit with with the sensation and let it be without needing to like I said take it out on yourself run from it or numb it so um, the way that I did this was uh, similar with allowing like uh similar with changing the way that I spoke to myself about my feelings I started welcoming the feelings using my thoughts to welcome and focus in on the sensations so I would tell myself like like I would close my eyes I used to have this whole fucking like meditation process that I would do um and I did it for like like (laughs) obsessively I did it obsessively um for quite a while um I don't do it anymore because I don't need to, but, uh, I would lay there and I would close my eyes and I would tell myself, like, I welcome this sensation into my body and I would pinpoint where it is. I would pinpoint what it feels like, you know, does it feel like I'm going to vomit? Does it feel like tingling? Does it feel like tightness? Does it feel, you know, whatever. Um, I would ask myself, like, you know is there a color associated with it is there a texture and I would kind of I would imagine it taking over my entire body and just like engulfing my body in this sensation and in this emotion and I would allow myself to cry I would allow myself to just like get it out however I needed to like whatever came up it was okay and I just dedicated time to doing this um i don't do this anymore because I'm not in the period of uh like disarray that I was in like I was not doing well mentally when that was when I started doing this practice, and so if you are there, if you're like yeah, I'm not doing too great um, mentally and emotionally right now try this. Um, And if you hear this, reach out to me. I can give you... Well, actually, I can just tell you the book. Um, I started reading The Completion Process by Teal Swan, and I followed that practice. And I know Teal Swan is a little bit controversial, whatever. Uh, She was really helpful for me at that period of time. I don't really follow her much anymore. But that book was really fucking great and helped me a lot. So um, I would recommend that. And then doing what I said (laughs) of talking to yourself in a different way and allowing yourself to experience the feelings. So that's number one. And again, if you did nothing but this for the rest of your life, it would be transformational for you. This is all I did for like the first year or so when I was starting to I don't like to say like heal myself, but like when I started really working on myself, and I've been like I had been working on myself for many years before that, but like this was like a pivotal moment for me where a lot of things um got better and shifted. So, that's number 1. Number 2 is that you really want to start um questioning your thoughts and not taking them as facts. A lot of us think about like when we think something, we take it in as a fact but it's not it's just like this cloud in your mind right and it like can pass through or you can make it stay there but it's not, like, tangible. It's not something that you can grab onto, like, actually. It's just this thing that floats around in your brain. You can make the wind happen, and it'll blow the fuck away. Or you can have it be stagnant and just, like, stay there. I don't think this is a great metaphor, but we're going with it. Like, how the fuck do you make a cloud stay in the sky? Like, what? Anyway, um you know what I mean though. So instead, what you want to do is first acknowledge that it's not a fact. It's literally just this thing that your brain has, um, kind of conjured up. And the reason that it feels so big or so true is that, um, You've just like thought it a bajillion times and you've never ever questioned it. So you want to start questioning it. Why is it there? Where did it come from? Who put it there? Did they have my best intentions in mind? These are all things that I started asking myself. Um, what if this isn't true? And I think use like using body image as an example for this is really helpful because um, it's like one of the things that uh it's like one of the biggest things that I've done for myself is changed my body image and my relationship with my body. So I started asking myself, like, okay, well, who taught me that my body is wrong or bad or ugly? Um, did they have my best intentions at heart? Like, were interest best interests at heart. That's the word. Um And if not, why am I going to continue believing what they told me? Um, Even if they did have my best interest at heart, if the thing isn't making me feel good and it's like a detriment to my life, why do I want to continue believing it? Um, So those are all things that I started to ask myself to instill doubt into my current or like current at that time. It's previous now. Um, Thought system and like belief system. So that's the next step. Questioning your thoughts, not taking them at face value and instilling doubt into your beliefs, into the thoughts that you have. Um, And really like taking back your personal agency in remembering that like you don't have to believe anything that people tell you, right? Like you don't have to believe those things just because someone else believes them. That was another really big thing for me that I was like, I didn't... I didn't realize, like, I hadn't thought about it. I hadn't thought about the fact that, like, I actually don't have to hate my body just because other people hate my body or because other people hate their bodies. Like, I'm allowed to like the way that I look, regardless of what other people think. Um And, like, that seems very basic and very, like – like, looking back, I'm like, yeah, no shit, dude. Um, (laughs) But at the time, I was – that was, like, fucking revolutionary to me because my entire life, like, number one, nobody had taught me that. And number two, like, I had just been told what to think and feel about my body – whether like directly or indirectly, right? Like whether someone was like, you should not like the way that you look or I don't like the way that you look and then that I internalize that subconsciously. Anywho, so um, that's the next thing that you wanna do. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else when it comes to instilling doubt, but because it's such an important part of this puzzle if you aren't instilling doubt into your current belief system um you are going to have a much more difficult time recreating one because th- it's going to be valid like there's not going to be anything that's like knocking it down you know so that is just so important and i think a question to come back to is just like why you know why am i thinking this where did it come from and then again Remembering your um, uh, personal agency and autonomy by asking, like, do I want to keep this? And that actually brings me to a really good point, which is that, like, there is not a thought or belief that you have to change. If you want to continue to think the same way about your body, you're allowed to do that. I think, like, we get, especially in the self help world, We have this idea that like anytime a negative thought is presented, we have to change it. Or anytime we have a negative emotion, we have to change it. But there are times when I feel something and I do not want to change it. Or when I'm angry at someone and I do not want to change it. I have absolutely no interest. And when people try to help me change it, I'm like, respectfully, fuck off. Do not talk to me about this right now. I'm not asking you to coach me. <laughs> I just want to be angry about this or to feel sad about this or to be ashamed of myself for this. Like whatever it is, like I just want to be in this feeling and this this belief right now. And I I just want to reinforce that that is available to you and you're allowed to choose that. What I would say is to be conscious about choosing it. Um, that's something that has been very powerful for me is that like I don't really do that unconsciously. I know when I just want to feel bad and I choose it on purpose. Not all the time. There are times like I'm, I'm a human and I get affected by my belief system, by my social conditioning still. And I'm feeling bad and like I'm, I would like to change it, but I just feel bad. <laughs> But there are other times when I am, I would say most of the time where I am intentional about it and I choose on purpose not to change something. Um, I think this is really important with like creating a strong sense of self and um, like there are opinions that I have that I have no interest in debating with other people like that that's just what i choose. i don't have to change the way that i think or feel about anything and i want to remind you that you don't either. and anything that i share with you here is a suggestion. it's not something that you have to do. um if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you and that's totally okay. um so with that said though, before i move on, if it's not working for you, i would definitely recommend uh Booking a session with me or somebody so that you can figure out what does work for you, because when 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 coaches put out their stuff, it's like it's more generalized and it's not specific to you. But when you are working directly with me, I'm able to help you uh, in the way that you specifically need. You know, so I just want to put that out there before I move on, um, because it is so fucking helpful. Like, oh my god. Anyway. The next thing that you want to start doing is choosing thoughts on purpose. So you want, this is is where like positive affirmations kind of come in, but not really. (laughs) It's the idea of positive affirmations where you are directing your mind towards something with intention, but I don't like to just use generic as positive affirmations. Um, they can be great. Like it can be something that you work up to a lot of them. But like, usually when you're in the shit storm, saying that you love yourself will just feel like a lie. And we don't want to do that. We want to be honest with ourselves and to say things that we actually believe. The difference is that like, so you might be believing right now that you're worthless. We don't want to keep reinforcing that belief. But we also don't want to say I'm worthy if that feels like a lie. We want to find something that's a step up from I'm worthless. And that could be as simple as like, maybe I'm not worthless. Or what if I'm not worthless? Those are two really great things. Like what if and maybe um, adding that to like whatever it is that you're believing negatively can be huge. And just like because you're you're living in possibility at that point. There's this possibility that like maybe I'm not as bad as I think I am. I did this a lot with my body. Like maybe my body is normal. I started just asking that. Because like I couldn't I use body image a lot. Um because it's it's just easy. But you can do this with anything, um, but when I started working on my body image, I couldn't just think that like I loved my body or that my body was beautiful, because um, it wasn't true, and it just made me feel worse. But I could think like, well, what if my body was actually normal? Like what if it was socially acceptable to look the way that I look? Um, or like, maybe my body is normal, Maybe my body's supposed to look this way. And I started playing around with that, and it did. It took me from feeling so terrible about my body to this place of like, okay, no, this feels better. I can feel more neutral about my body. I can feel slightly more positive about my body. I'm not where I want to be, but this is where I'm at right now. And this is I I would do this a lot when I was really in the trenches and I was feeling really terrible about myself. And then when I was feeling good, I would use that time to practice things like, yeah, my body is a good body or like I am beautiful the way I am or, you know, whatever that is. Um, Because at that point, I'm not trying to get myself out of a negative place and I'm able to kind of like, I'm already feeling positive. So saying something like that doesn't feel as, as untrue. It still wasn't fully believable to me, but it felt more neutral to say it as opposed to when I was feeling like shit. And I hope that makes sense. Um, so that's the next thing that you want to do. Uh, I would create a list of the things that you want to believe and start just like having them in the back of your mind just like casually practicing them. And then when you're like really in the trenches and feeling like shit, practicing those like, what if maybe this is possible, like really getting into the possibility of things. Um, I think that's so, so important to be curious and open to like what could be. And you have to, like you have to have that aspect to this work because that's the fucking point. <laughs> like, up until now, you've just felt like shit. And the only reason that you think that you, like, maybe it could get better is possibility. There's like an inkling of hope, right? Like, hope is so important when it comes to belief work because, like, what do you, you don't have anything to go off of. You can see other people changing their beliefs, but like you don't have any evidence. You don't have any proof that it's possible outside of like what other people have told you. You have to have this level of curiosity and possibility and hope living inside of you. And I think just questioning, um, you know, what if this could be possible? Maybe it is possible. I think that that is such a great way to put you into the mindset of and, and feeling of possibility and hope and curiosity. So I think that's where I'm going to leave you today. Maybe I'll have more to talk about this, but I don't want to um, ramble. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I hope that this was helpful for you. Um, If you would like to apply this to your unique experience, book a coaching call with me or a first date where we can talk about what it would look like to coach and you don't have to put any money down for that one. Um, Both of those can be done at the link in my bio. I also totally appreciate tips that can be done or link in my bio, link in the show notes. Um, If you found this to be useful and you would like to tip me a dollar, that would be so great. Like I would appreciate that so very much putting out content takes a lot of energy and time and work and I love to do it and also receiving money is cool <laughs> uh and other ways that you can show appreciation leaving a review um like a five-star review I mean you, you should be honest too like if it's not five stars don't give me five stars but like a five-star review would be sick um uh verbal review, like where you leave like a comment, that would be super cool. DMing me what you thought about this episode or what you think about my work in general. Those are other really great ways that you can show support and kind of like uh, exchange value with me. I love to hear um, your feedback about the things that I put out. All right, that is it. I will see you next time. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to feel a sense of inner safety, security, and certainty, come work with me. I'll teach you how to accept yourself using my empowerment process so that you can become the confident, powerful, bad bitch you are. Go to the link in the show notes and schedule our first date where we'll chat about your goals, get to know each other, and come up with an amazing action plan to get you to where you want to be. I'll see you there.